0: League of Dawns, welcome back to a special Thursday broadcast. These usually come earlier in the week, but a little treat for you um, before Thursday night football. Tonight, a decent Atlanta, Carolina, Carolina, eh, shouldn't say decent, a matchup. Um, But before we get going here, we do have an ad read um, from everyone's. Favorite, straight out of Monmouth. You know who I'm talking about. By drafting the best-tasting hazelnuts. Then they traded for the best chocolate in the game. It isn't any more complicated than that. Pure, natural, simple, and victorious. Ash Creek's chocolate-covered hazelnuts dominate the competition week in and week out. Rather than speak poorly of their competitors, I think we know who, who that is, They just let their products speak for themselves. They are still offering 20% off for all LOD members this fantasy season. Just punch in the code L-L-L-O-D as in the acronym for Long Live League of Dons at checkout. Whether you're in first or last this year, thank you for for mentioning me um, in last, your season isn't complete until you've had Ash Creek Hazelnuts. Go to ashcreekoregon.com and order
1: today. Colin Cassad, how are you? Doing well, Matt. Um, I wanted to comment on the ad read, if I could. Um, Absolutely. Great ad read again, but I I don't like the ass creek stuff I'm seeing. You know, that's Dylan's livelihood. He has a family. Um, We need to not make that a thing. Ass creek. L-O-D.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I do like that Dylan took the high road there. He could have, like, fired back with some sort of diss at Chad, and he just said, rather than trashing our competition, we just put hazelnuts in the game, and that's um, that's what they do. So, Dylan um, taking the high road, Chad a little bit uh, hostile this week. Granted, they are playing each other, but I think Chad did uh, – cross a few lines there.
1: Yeah, I should say so. Well, uh, let's go ahead and jump into it. Yeah, so uh,
0: this week, because it it was a pretty quiet week on the waiver wire. We are going to go over a couple um, waivers, but uh, we do have a a special segment after that, which we will get into. I'm not going to tell you what it is yet, though. Um, But yeah, let's start with waivers. Um, As usual, we'll go through any any waiver claim that had basically if it had competition for it, meaning multiple people offered more than zero dollars. There's only a few of them, so uh Cassatt, we'll get your take on these. Uh, there's actually only two of them. Um, so LeMichael Pirine, that's how you pronounce his name. Per- per- Perine Pirine. I I am not sure. He's the Jets
1: running back. I'm um, guessing before. it's Pirine because there was a Samage P. Ryan. I want to say that was his name that was on the Ducks for a minute. And I think oh, okay. related. Yeah, he like transferred from Oregon to or no, never mind. Samajé Primmine was Oklahoma. Maybe he was a Ducks recruit. Anyway. Yeah, I think Lemichael L- L- last name
0: begins with P. Went for mm-hmm. $11 and I will obviously not tell you the player, but he went for 11 bucks. And there was a second offer. Um, What are your thoughts on that one?
1: I would say it's, I guess it's a kind of tough week with some buys. So I could understand needing a guy who's going to get some carries, but the Jets offense is pretty bad. Um, Believe Frank Gore didn't get hurt or anything. So I think they're still, a little bit of a split carry situation. I see him available in a couple of the leagues I'm in still. So if that gives any Me. amount. Uh, 11 seems like a lot. So I'd be curious to see how much money that person had ahead of time and now has going forward.
0: Yeah, so uh, uh LaMichael, well, I'm not going to try his last name again. He did get 70% of the snaps last week compared to <laughs> Frank Gore getting 28%. um, That resulted in 11 carries, 40 yards, and a touchdown. Um, The player that got him – let me give you – I know you wanted some context around this. Um, The player that got him was Hui Tran, who's been on an absolute roll lately, by the way. Two straight high-score bonuses. Um, Hui got – Hui has so much money. I mean, that – even with that, it puts him at $82. So – um, let's see his roster here. Is he going to start him? I think he was, if I remember, I think, yeah, he was, he's in a pinch with, J- uh, David Johnson being on a buy and then, um, JD McKissick being kind of his other guy. Who's not obviously a great play to begin with, but, um, yeah, we, for, for as good as he's been lately, running back is kind of his Weak spot, although when you have Kamara as one of your running backs, it kind of makes up for a weak RB, two. But that's the context. Dylan bid on him six bucks as well uh, but you grabbed
1: him. So. Nice. Well, I do have a c- confirmation he is uh, Samaje Pirine's cousin.
0: There we go. Bringing in, in some facts. You guys, that's a little uh, fun little tidbit for all of you today. Um, so here's our other... Uh, guy that there was some competition for. And this this one was interesting. We were actually talking about this on the Tuesday pod because we knew there was going to be some action around. This is t- Tom Brady right here. And Tom Brady went for $29. What do you think?
1: Wow. Well, I'm surprised that he was on the wire. Gotta be honest. Um, I know he's had he had one or I think he's had two down weeks, but he's definitely a starting uh, QB going forward. And this would mean it's after nobody picked him up after the green Bay game.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean the, the green Bay game, it was there. He only put up 14 points. I'm just looking at his numbers here. So he's been, he's been a very boomer bust QB. He's had weeks of, so last week he put up that 36 spot, 37 mm-hmm. almost. But he put up the two weeks before that were fourteen both weeks, so he's kind of a, he's a little boomer bust ish.
1: Well, fourteen's a pretty decent floor though for for a QB. It's not like that's like what Minshew puts up. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for, fourteen is yeah. I mean that's that's not going to like. Wreck so that means
1: I mean he really has had the only one truly bad week, which is the Carolina game. Had yeah. 6. everything yeah. else has been 20 20 plus plus the last two weeks of uh kind of okay play um i mean he's a he's a qb i think he's a good start the rest of the year all the way through so especially if that team was hurting at qb i know that i have him in uh two leagues going forward and originally, like earlier in the season it was definitely a look at the matchup sort of thing but um, if you compare him to, like, a Cam Newton who, like, at the beginning of the year was, oh, this is going to be great to – I feel like they've completely flipped. And it's yep. kind of funny that that's, um, you know, a Patriots Cam Newton now. But, um, yeah, I mean, Brady, I think, is very solid. What are the other – what was the QB situation before that for that
0: team? So, Dylan – did he drop someone? Dylan, so, Dylan currently Brady's his only – QB. Let me see
1: here. Yeah, maybe see who he had last week.
0: One interesting thing as well with this Brady pickup is his playoff matchups. I know Dylan is really looking forward to the playoffs because he's 6-1. and So, I mean, you never want to count your chickens, but you can kind of count them if you're Dylan. He gets Brady's playoff matchups weeks 14 through 16, Minnesota, Atlanta, and Detroit. So I think there's a little thinking ahead there as well.
1: Interesting. Um, that, you know, triggers me a little bit because, uh, Devin December beat me in my uh, one championship appearance in, uh, LOD with a massive Brady performance in the championship game. Oh yeah. That's so, years tough. ago, but, uh, yeah. Um, Oh, so
0: Dylan had. Oh, wow. He Dylan had Josh Allen. Dylan went ahead and dropped Josh Allen. What? My, let me make sure I'm not wrong about this.
1: Hold on a second. Yeah, there's there's no way he dropped Josh Allen.
0: Hold on a second. Okay, no, no, no. I think he he kept Josh Allen on his roster. Okay, my mistake. Okay. So he's yeah. he's streaming Brady, but it, interesting, yeah. So Josh Allen, Josh Allen's playing this week against, yeah, he against, against New England, I guess. Yeah, he's he's riding with Brady. So interesting. Has uh, Allen
1: been even though like they've been losing? I guess yeah. But what was it? The Kansas City game last week. Or the uh, the Jets
0: game last week.
1: Oh yeah, that was. But what did he end up putting up?
0: So his last three weeks, he went Jets sixteen, Kansas City fifteen, Tennessee sixteen. Uh, the first four weeks of the season, as we know, he was an absolute monster. But yeah, yeah, kind of come to come back to earth lately.
1: Well, I mean, I I guess I don't hate it for. I mean, it's it's a quite a bit of money, but if Dylan's six and one, that makes sense.
0: Well, and those are fantastic playoff matchups because yeah. I think again he's looking ahead because Josh Allen playoffs goes Pittsburgh whose defense is probably the best in the league then at Denver in in December that's a pretty like strong bad weather opportunity and then at New England in December another pretty likely bad weather game so that's smart to have that that flexibility for those those playoff games for sure
1: Yeah did anybody else bid on him Did you say that
0: Yes the other bids were so Don got him for 29 uh calvin the great freezing bid thirteen free to which is ketty was eleven and then mark bid zero,
1: but he did put in a bid did anybody does anybody have a really bad quarterback situation right now?
0: um Chad did, but chad because chad was was starting cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Is, needless to say has been awful um did Chad add? I'm such an idiot. I'm so sorry. This is the most embarrassing pod moment ever. I was reading, and I partly put this on Chad. Chad signed Tom Brady. I read Ash Ash Creek Farms as Ash Creek Farms, because Chad changed his name to Ash Creek, and thought of Dylan. Chad signed Tom Brady, and it makes more sense now. This all makes a lot more sense. This was, let's just move on. I'm sorry for wasting the last five minutes of everyone's lives. We are all dumber. Let's go <laughs> with that. Let's go to our, our our segment, kind of new segment here. After we're seven weeks into the season, over halfway um, through the the regular season, and it's it's kind of time to start really making some calls about who is a contender and who is a pretender. So for this segment, I'm just going to read you the team, Kasad. The team name as well as the, the the player. I'll try to get them right this time. And you are going to make a call as to contender or pretender, and then tell us why. Sound good?
1: Yeah. Are you going to give me any other context? Because I really don't have anything except the standings from last week.
0: Yeah, I can get. You got the standings. I'll give you. Um. I'll, I'll give you some roster context. Okay. Um. So we will just go. We'll just go from the top. I mean, th- this one's kind of a no-brainer, but we still want some 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 context around it, and to give you uh, a chance to tell you what you th- tell us what you think of the team. So this is Dylan. Um, he, he's in first place. He's got Josh Allen at QB, um, Devontae and Diggs as his starting receivers. He's stashing Michael Thomas, who who knows? Um, Travis Kelsey at tight end, Kareem Hunt at running back. Justin Jackson at running back. Then he is stashing Nick Chubb, who's supposed to be back in a few weeks. Um, He does keep Adrian Peterson for running back depth.
1: um, And that's
0: kind of most of his most of his key guys.
1: Yeah, his only weakness is RB2. Um, Sounds like quite the contender team. Dylan is the owner, though. My only concern and you guys have an early trade deadline. It's next week, right? Or is it this Mm -hmm. week? I think it is next week. Yeah, after Week Eight. I mean, that will keep him a contender. If it were a later trade deadline, I'd be worried. I'd be yeah. worried for a bad week overreaction because he doesn't have an RB two sort of situation.
0: Yeah, that team's freaking loaded. I, I, and if he gets Michael, if Michael Thomas comes back and is any shade of himself, um, look out. So here's the the our our current second place team. This is Jay freezing. Um he does put Joe Burrow at QB. And then he's got Galladay and Keenan Allen as two receivers. Um running back situation, Jamal Williams and Gus Edwards starting this week. Um Ooh. on the bench, or, or, tight end Johnny Smith, and then Cole Beasley in the flex. Um, on the bench, he does stash. Terry McLaurin has a bye. James Robinson has a bye. Antonio Gibson has a bye. CeeDee Lamb has a bye. And then Joe Mixon is questionable. So he
1: may, you know,
0: could end up playing this week.
1: Okay. So that's, that's not his normal roster. Those are pretty good players on his bench.
0: Yes, he's got um, a lot of buys slash injury this week.
1: And you just don't want to mess with freezing. We've seen it too many times. So... Contender.
0: Jay Freezing, contender. And that's uh, if Jamal, or excuse me, if Aaron Jones is out again this week, that's huge for Freezing, being able to put Jamal Williams in there. Um, let's Sounds go. like he is, right? Uh, I've seen. Yeah, it looks like it's pretty likely he's going to be held out. So here, here's our third place team, a guy who's really been on a tear that we talked about earlier. This is Hui Tran. Um He's four and three right now. He's in third based on points. He has Herbie at quarterback. I don't know if that's a long-term move or not. He does have Watson on a bye. Then at receiver, he goes Tyler Lockett and DJ Moore, um, Kamara and LaMichael, Pirine, Perrine, whatever. At running back, Kittle at tight end, and then Justin Jefferson in the flex. He does currently have Allen Robinson on his bench, David Johnson and Deshaun Watson on byes, Corey Davis, JD McKissick on a buy, and then Alan
1: Lazard, he's stashing on his IR. Wow. Pretty monster team. Obviously scored a lot of points. Um, I do think it's a contender, but I, don't, I think we should be considering making a, an extra roster move. Um, potentially packaging Jefferson and a running back to go up and get maybe like a Christian McCaffrey type or something like that. Um, wow. Make a real championship push so we'll we'll keep him at a contender um because he scored the most points but um i I know i've been tracking this where his records you know not really that great for scoring the most points in the league
0: yeah and i think you'll see he's got particularly like you look at lockett has been really boom or bust so that's how you end up with those like you put up lockett as a 45 and a 32 yeah. Actually I, I shouldn't say he's been he's only he's had a couple bad weeks. He hasn't really been boomer bust. But when you get those guys that go off and then put up like a five, that's how you get those really high points. But maybe your record doesn't fully um
1: reflect yeah. your point total. Yeah, he had the two kind of mediocre weeks right before um the bye week. But I wouldn't be too concerned about Lockett going forward. And he's not necessarily gonna get three touchdowns, but the Seahawks are gonna throw like every down right now.
0: So Yep, And then he's got Kamara, who's been just an absolute monster as u- as usual. Our fourth yep. place team is, is Lairbaum. Uh, he's also sitting at four and three. Uh, here's a quick roster read. Uh, Ryan Tannehill at QB, Amari Cooper and Calvin Ridley, both the Bama guys at receiver, um, Joshua Kelly and Miles Sanders at running back, Evan Ingram, who had a colossal drop to lose the Monday night game a few weeks ago at tight end, Adam Thielen, in the flex. And then on the bench, um, kind of notable guys, uh, Deontay Johnson, who's kind of pretty hit or miss, um, Latavius Murray, Frank Gore, Jarvis Landry.
1: Um, he does have Austin Eckler stashed on his IR. This is going to be my first pretender. That is, uh, by no means an outstanding roster.
0: I'm with you. I, I look at this. T- I, I said this. I think on the last pod, it's. I think he has the second. If I'm not mistaken, he has the second most points in the in the league. But you just look, and I'm like, where is this coming from? And I, I, so I do feel like this with Larry am team. A lot of years where he finds these like low key players um, that put up points that maybe other people don't think of. So his roster doesn't always look pretty, um, but
1: I'm with you. I, I think I think he's a pretender. So here's the... yeah, I mean, I don't think you can rely on Amari at all for the remainder of the year. No,
0: so. good point. And and guys, just to, just so we're clear on like the definitions here, pretender doesn't mean that you're gonna like miss the playoffs or that you don't have it, it. When we're talking about contenders, it means somebody that can win a title this year or can at least make make a playoff run. So just so you understand our definitions. Um, next is Mike Davis. <laughs> Mike Davis in Brazil. That's guns. Um, mm-hmm. First and foremost, the highly touted first uh, first game for Tua coming up this Sunday against yeah. the Rams. He is start. He's putting his money where his mouth is, and he is starting Tua instead of Matt Stafford. And then he's got uh, Robert Woods, Robbie Anderson, a receiver, DeAndre Swift, and Mike Davis at running back. Mark Andrews, tight end, J.K. Dobbins in the flex. Uh, he is stashing McCaffrey who I don't think is going to go this week. Um, he's not. He's already been. He's not. Uh, it's a, oh, it's official. Yeah, okay. Not, um, and not. then he has DeAndre Hawkins on a bye, uh, Devin Singletary, and Marvin Jones, kind of providing his depth there.
1: Hmm. I, it's a pretender still for me right now. It's not all the way there, but you you're seeing some flashes um from like a DeAndre Swift type. Can he keep that up for the remainder of the year? And we're it's uh, it's gonna have to be on um, is Tua is Tua gonna get him twenty a game or not, you know? So if, if Tua has Herbert production, absolute contender. But we can't say that yet. So I'm gonna say pretender for now.
0: Yeah, this is the first one I'm gonna differ with yawn just because when we're talking about a team that can make a run when you have, it requires studs and he does have Deandre Hopkins and Christian McCaffrey, which are two guys that can potentially put a team on their back. And then, like you said, Deandre Swift has started to look like a pretty viable fantasy player. So I think this is, they're struggling right now. Um, But I do think they can be dangerous in the playoffs. So I'm going to differ with you on that one.
1: I just don't hear a lot of other guys on that roster that are going to win you games. Like what you said, uh, Robbie Anderson, what was the other receiver?
0: Uh, Robert Woods.
1: Yeah. Both guys are um, like solid actual receivers for their teams, but um, I don't think are going to be like down the stretch, absolute studs. And then um J.K. Dobbins has actually been pretty disappointing given the situation in Baltimore.
0: Yes, he has not been good. That was a guy early in the year. I remember talking on the pod that I was super high on. been very wrong yep. on that one. Um, Dr. Mantis Tabakkin. Uh This is Matt Long. He's in sixth right now. Another team that's struggling on a W2. Um, here's Rosser-Reed. Pat Mahomes, D.K. Metcalf, Brandon Ayuk, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Aaron Jones, Gronk, Chase Claypool. That's his starters. Then his depth is provided by Christian Kirk, Lavishka Chennault, um, Jamichael Hasty, Sterling yeah. Shepherd.
1: Hmm. Let's see. Oh, read the – what was this flex again?
0: Flex is Claypool.
1: Yeah, Claypool been a little disappointing since the, uh, you know – everybody got him that one week. But Sterling Shepard stepped back in last week and is clearly the number one on a pretty bad Giants team that is always behind. Um, Iuke is interesting because Debo is now back out. Is he out for the year?
0: I think he, he was, was put on out. short-term IR. So like shorter or four weeks, yeah.
1: I kind of like this team, especially with Mahomes. Um, And especially with the new playoff format where you really play for that one seed in the AFC, they're going to be playing for that all the way to the final week of the season. So um, I, I like this team more than I like guns. So I'm going to give it a contender status.
0: Yeah. I, I really, I know I was talking about this with guns team. I like teams that have the guys that can go off any given week. And he does have that with Mahomes. Metcalf and Aaron Jones. And then you see Gronk starting to play like, you know, a productive tight end again. And then even uh, CEH to a certain degree. um, Not really a go off guy, but a consistent double digit guy. So I
1: I agree with you. Um, Yeah, I guess it would be interesting to see. We should probably say what's the Chiefs um, schedule for fantasy playoffs? Let's see here. Because he'll be completely dependent on the Chiefs' yeah. success.
0: So he will go – they go Miami at Miami, at New Orleans, in the Dome, and Atlanta at home. That's that's pretty pretty favorable.
1: That's pretty good. Now Miami has like one of the best pass um, defenses. I was just hearing about this because this Rams um, matchup that they have. Um best pass defense and, like, worst run defense in the league. Interesting. I feel like it's a top three pass defense. Yeah, so kind of something to think about. Okay,
0: so now we'll move to the teams. That's our six playoff teams that would, if the season ended today, would be in the playoffs. Now we're moving uh, to the teams on the outside looking in. Uh, Here is Jay Rose. He is four and three. He's all the way back in seventh because his points are low. Um, Aaron Rodgers, Cooper Cup. Scotty Miller starting the the all white receiving core, uh, James James Connor, Melvin Gordon, Jimmy Graham, David Montgomery. Those are his starters this week. Um, on the bench, Emmanuel Sanders, Will Fuller, who's been, I'll 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 take my L on that one. Will Fuller's been pretty good. Philip Lindsay, Ben Roethlisberger, Tony Pollard, and then Antonio Brown. Kind of
1: interesting. This is a bad team. <laughs> <laughs> just here just hearing it um a lot of question marks around many of those players sounds like he's been pretty fortunate in a couple of these matchups while Will Fuller has been better it sounds like he's completely on the market to be traded and he'll probably get tra- I would imagine he'll get traded to a team and be a number 2 receiver um so keep an eye on that but there's just not much pop on that roster mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I agree. With I, you. I don't see how he. I feel like it would be like he'd be over. He'd be outproducing his projections every week in playoffs to win.
0: Yeah. To give you a little context, I'm one in six and in last place, and I have more points than Jay does. So I think fortunate. The word you used is is the right word. So let's move on. Yeah. Uh, the team in eighth place, also at three and four, or excuse me, the first three and four team. Jay was four and three. Uh, is is Mark? Um, he's in. He's three and four right now. He goes Russell Wilson, Tyreek Hill, AJ Green, uh, who's actually picked it up a little bit the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, Todd Gurley, is. Miles Gaskin, Hunter Henry, Le'Veon, and then on the bench, Jamison Crowder, Mark Ingram, McCole Hardman, Carlos Hyde, Brian Hill, and then he's got Chris Godwin on his IR.
1: Oh, yeah, the Godwin IR. Well, that that could be a pretty good team in that flex position if he figures it out. Um, I don't think Le'Veon's going to be. I mean, in a bye weeks he's fine. But once we're out of those, probably not a guy you put there. Um, I mean, he's at three and four. I would say that team has a chance. Um, It's hard to call it a contender at this point. But for a team outside of the playoffs looking in, I like it so far more than... Both Jay's roster and Gundy's roster.
0: So the what, what's what's the overall take though? It's it, it, this is binary.
1: Well, three and four. Give me the Crowder,
0: bench again. Ingram, Hardman, Hyde, Brian Hill, Chris Godwin.
1: It's Crowder and Godwin are both good play. Like when Crowder's playing, he's been a top receiver. Um, but I'm gonna. I'm going to have to say pretender.
0: Yeah, Crowder so. is one of those guys, kind of like the the Allen Robinson all-stars, where you're like, my goodness, if this guy got on a real team, I wonder what he would do. I'm, has he been involved in any trade talks? I haven't seen his name a whole lot. Yeah. Well, he's
1: been hurt. Like, He either plays and scores like 15 points or he doesn't play.
0: All right, well, we have Mark as a pretender. Next up is Clayton. Uh, Clayton is also three and four uh, behind Mark on points, though. Uh, Matt Ryan, T Higgins, Marquise Brown, Josh Jacobs, Dalvin Cook, Gerald Everett, Jonathan Taylor, and then the bench Mike Will Mike Williams, Boston Scott, Tim Patrick. I don't actually know who that is.
1: Yeah, the he's yeah. on the Broncos. Uh,
0: Tyler Higby, Alexander Madison, and then Jared Goff.
1: Um, pretender certainly Um, he it seems like he could still make a trade though to become a contender potentially because he does have the running backs can you read that starting lineup again yeah Matt Ryan
0: T Higgins Marquise Brown Josh Jacobs Dalvin Cook Gerald Everett Jonathan Taylor yeah
1: Marquise Brown I wanted to talk about I was so high on Marquise Brown this year and like, didn't get him in any leagues, auction or um, standard drafts because people jumped up ahead of me. He's been wildly disappointing. He's like in the 40s for a season. Yeah, the, right the Ravens' offense, um, yeah. that offense just has not, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, Go so Clayton in,
0: in ninth is a pretender. He actually has the fewest points in the league by a fairly significant margin. Yeah. Um, in 10th is freak He lost right. his last game. He's two and five lost his last game after actually being on a two game win streak. Uh, he has Teddy Bridgewater, Mike Evans, Nelson Aguilar, Ezekiel Elliott, Ronald Jones, Richard Rogers, and Jarek McKinnon starting, starting this week. Uh, then he has Darius Slayton, Kyler, who's on a buy Brandon cooks on a buy Hayden Hurst, um, Devonte Freeman, James White, and then
1: Tevin Coleman in the IR. Uh, pretender, not not deep enough, but I could see them. I mean, they they could score a lot of points in a week with like a Kyler go off game. So,
0: yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, he's two just by math. Being two and five is is pretty tough, but putting that to one yeah. side. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's. I think you summed it up. Well, yeah. Zeke's been awful. Like, Zeke's been a terrible running back. Yeah, I so. agree with you on that one.
0: So here's our 11th place team, the guy who actually won it all last year after starting 0-5. He's 2-5 and five right now. I'm not going to read his team name, um, but this is Chad. 2-5 and five in 11th place. Currently, he goes Tom Brady, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Brown, Gio Bernard, Leonard Fournette, Darren Waller, Juju Smith-Schuster, and then he does have Chris Carson on the bench because Carson's questionable right now. Um, Kenyon Drake Drake on a bye, Devontae Parker being questionable, Chase Edmonds on a bye, Damian Harris questionable. God, this team's banged up. And then DJ Dallas um, on the bench as well, and Raheem Mostert in the IR.
1: Wow. So he could wow, he could go all NFC West yeah. running backs <laughs> if he wanted to down this I mean if he can qualify for playoffs. Um Drake is hurt and out for a while. Edmonds looks so much better than him. So if he just like completely grabs that running back position, he goes Carson, Edmonds and Mostert. Um that could be pretty dangerous. I won't lie. So I just, it's hard for me to believe he can, I mean, I guess he's done it before he's come from way behind to make the playoffs, but um, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see him with a healthy roster if I were. Yeah. Well. It
0: seems like there's a, there's the, well, obviously they're on his roster. They're not out for the season, but it's, a, it's a lot of guys that you're right. They're, I mean, when they're out there, they're really good. mostert it's been a monster. Carson's a monster. Um, he really does need, like you said, needs clarity on that Arizona backfield, and I think it should be Chase Edmonds. But, yeah, this I, I guess I, I don't – I know we're trying to go straight-up contender or pretender. I'm going to – I mean, it, it, in, in the sense that he can make a playoff run, I'm going to say he's actually a, a contender right now. That's a pretty good roster if guys get healthy. So, yeah.
1: If guys get healthy, yeah. And he is – in last, it's or I mean second to last, you're gonna have to. He's gonna have to go. Here's the problem: is the he doesn't have clarity, and those guys are banged. A few of those guys are banged up right now, and he needs wins now. Like he needs to go on a three three weeks. Yeah, I won't Of di- wins, and so.
0: Go ahead. I'm sorry. sorry. Oh, I was gonna oh, no, say. Hey, uh, He's got a well. This week, Dylan has a ch- chance to end his season, and I got to think Dylan's team is very motivated right now by that
1: the, the name change that Chad went with. So yeah, yeah, that's that's an attack on it Dylan's is. children. I think that's their livelihood. That's their inheritance.
0: Um, it's personal. You know,
1: it's it's sad.
0: Well, lastly, I don't even want to talk about this, but we have to because this pod covers every team in the league. But last is my team at 1-6. and six. Um, Currently, starting lineup, um, Carson Wentz, Julio Jones, Jerry Judy, Darrell Henderson, Derrick Henry, Robert Tanyan, and TJ Hawkinson. That's right. I'm actually putting a tight end in the force this week because uh, I hate Michael <laughs> Gallup so much. So Michael Gallup Dang. is getting benched. Uh, DJ Chark is on a bye. Lamar is playing Pittsburgh, so I'm back and forth on whether to start him or Wentz. Wentz has actually been an okay fantasy QB. Um, Then Keelan Cole is on a bye, and then I have Malcolm Brown
1: on the bench. Interesting. Um, Yeah, i got to say you're a pretender. Uh, There's a few guys you listed there that are on are on waiver wires for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, Malcolm Brown isn't really rosterable. I mean, Keelan Cole is border. I mean, he had a couple of good weeks, but he's on waiver. some waiver wires. Michael Gallup has been... <laughs> it. I've seen yeah. Gallup on waiver wires. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't... But by sheer math, it's pretty... It's Unless I want 6-0, it's basically impossible. But by my roster as well, I mean, I've got a few guys that can can carry a team at any given week. I actually had that week a couple of weeks against Hui, but then his team I think I lost one fifty five to one fifty two. But it's uh yeah, I keep it one hundred. It's I'm this is obviously not a contending team.
1: Well that's that's the league. So congrats to everybody who's having a good year and for those people
0: Yep, so that is our wrap-up of Contender and Pretender. Just know it's 11.33 right now. I had an 11.30 call with my boss, and I told him I'm going to be a few. So that's let you know how much I value this league. Um, So with that, Kassad, any any final thoughts or shots? Kassad, you there? All right, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, Thank you for joining us and long live the League of Dawns.